Meseches Demai, Perik Zion, Mishnah Zion, 7-7. So according to many accounts, this Mishnah rates as amongst the most difficult Mishnahs in Shas. The way that the Bartanur and many Rishonim explain it, um, it really is quite, quite involved. However, the Ravid explains it in a fairly straightforward way, and that's the explanation of the Teres Yisrael, and we're going to go with that in this uh, explanation and not the explanation of the Bartanura. Now, to get your mind ready for this Mishnah, we're going to uh, do some preparatory work that will seem unrelated, but uh, we'll come back to seeing how it applies to the Mishnah. So let's start with a question. If a person has uh, a drawer with 10 black socks and 10 white socks, and they're mixed up, and he's in the dark, and he can't see what's going on, question is, how many socks must he pull out of that drawer to ensure that he has a pair? How many socks must he pull out of that drawer to ensure he has a pair? The answer is three. Why three? Because he pulls out a sock, it'll either be black or white. So now the worst thing that can happen to him is that the second sock he pulls out is the other color than the first sock. So he'll have one black sock and one white sock after two socks he pulls out the drawer. That's the worst case scenario. When he pulls the third sock out, it either is black or white. It'll match one of those two socks, assuming that the socks he pulled out first were of a different color, and he didn't have a pair up to now. So the answer is three. A different question. How many socks must he pull out of that drawer to ensure he gets a black pair of socks? Again, he has a drawer full of socks, 10 white, 10 black, and he's going to pull out socks in the dark that he can't see. The question is, how many socks must he pull out in the dark to ensure when he comes to the light, he'll have at least a pair of black socks, two black socks in his hands? The answer is 12. The reason why is because, again, we think in the context of worst-case scenario, the worst-case scenario is that the first 10 socks he pulls out of the drawer will all be white socks. So therefore, he's no closer to his goal after 10 socks. But after he pulls out those 10 white socks, there's nothing left but black socks in the drawer. So he pulls out two more. And then for sure, after 10 plus 2 or 12, he has a guaranteed pair of black socks in his pocket. So again, the way to think about these puzzles are, what's your worst case scenario? What's the, if you pulled the absolute most inconvenient, non-advantageous for your, towards your goal socks, what would happen? And um, let's do one more, just to make sure we've got it perfectly clear. Here's the case. He has a drawer with 10 black socks and 10 white socks. He's looking for a pair. So he takes one sock out and then before taking another sock out, someone dumps in 10 red socks into the drawer. So now the drawer has a total of 29 socks. It was 10 white, 10 black. He pulled one of those out. Now 10 more red are added. So he has 29 socks in the drawer. And the question is, how many more socks must he pull out that drawer in order to ensure he gets a sock that matches the sock he pulled out first? Let me say it again. He has a drawer with 10 black socks and 10 white socks in the dark. He pulls one sock out before he can pull out a second sock. Someone dumps 10 red socks in the drawer. So now there are 29 socks left in that drawer. Okay, 10 are red and the remaining 19 are black and white. We don't know which color he pulled out first. The question is, how many more socks must he pull out of the drawer of 29 to ensure he gets a sock that matches his first sock? 
So again, we'll go through the same line of reasoning. What's the worst case that could happen? So he pulls out a sock. It'll either be white or black first. Doesn't make a difference. So let's say it's white. Now, in is dumped 10 red socks. Now he's pulling out a second sock. The question is, how many socks must he pull out of the mix of 29 to ensure he gets a, a match? So what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is, first of all, he pulls out 10 socks and they're all red. So he's no closer to his goal. Now, the second thing that could happen is if you pull out a white sock, there's still 10 black socks in the drawer and he wants to get a match to his white. And therefore, he has to pull 10 more socks out. And the worst case scenario is all 10 of those don't match the black socks. So he'll pull out 20 more socks and get no further. But then all that's left are the nine white socks remaining. So when he pulls out that 21st sock out the drawer, it will match the first sock that he pulled out originally. So the answer here is 21. Okay. If you got that, great, we can move on. If you didn't get that, you should review it again to make sure this principle is clear. Okay, so now we turn to the Mishnah. The Mishnah is going to deal with cases of food of different statuses. It could be Tevel, it could be Chulim, it could be Meiser. They get mixed together. And the name of the game is going to be not to make pairs of black socks, but to pull out enough Meiser that you could use that as the Trumas Meiser to get the Trumas Meiser out the mix. So our game here is how can we take out as little as possible of the mix, but be ensured we have enough Meiser to make that Trumas Meiser to give that to the Kohen, at least we remaining with some produce that's uh, edible for Yisrael. So the first case is Mea Tevel and Mea Chulin. You have a mixture of a hundred figs that are Tevel and a hundred figs that are Chulin. So <clears throat> this is the first of four cases. So let's go through it here. If you have a hundred pieces of Tevel, so that means that how much of it is has to be allocated as Meiser. Tevel is on tithes, so a tenth of it has to go to Meiser. That'll be ten. Of that ten, we'll have to pull out one as Trumas Meiser. Because a tenth of the ten is one, that's the Trumas Meiser obligation. So in total, from the hundred Tevel, we need to pull out one piece of Trumas Meiser, ultimately. Um, as for the Chulin, so since it's already been tithed, it's Chulin, so then there's no Meiser that is available, so to speak. Um, but don't worry, because no Meiser needs to be taken from it. So that means that, if you will, the the amount of what I call unavailable to be Meiser, when it comes to Tevel, we said that 10 are for Meiser, which means that 90 can't be for Meiser. And similarly, when it comes to Chulin, since it's all already been tithed, none are available to Meiser. So what we'll need to do is we need to now pull out enough Meiser from this mix of 200 that we're certain we put from the mix of 200 into a basket, which is going to go to the Kohen, at least one piece of Meiser, which we'll designate as the Trumas Meiser for the entire mix of 200. So how many pieces of the mix, how many figs must be pulled out of the basket of 200 and put into the basket for the Kohen to ensure that we have some Meiser in the Kohen's basket, which is sufficient to be Trumas Meiser for the whole mix. So here we need a total of just one piece of Meiser, because we just need to take out one piece of Trumas Meiser. So what's our worst case scenario? That the first hundred we take out of the mix are all Chulin. And therefore, they can't be Meiser because they're not available to Meiser because they're all Chulin. And then we exhausted all the Chulin, left with 100 Tevel. And of course, um, 10 of those pieces of Tevel are eligible to be Meiser. So when you take out the 101st piece, so you have 101 in the basket for the Kohen. Now you know for certain, even if the worst case scenario happened, then the first hundred you pull out were all Chulin. Now your 101st gives you one eligible piece of Meiser. And you'll be able to say, this is the Meiser for whatever, you know, 
part of the Meister and the rest of the Meister is wherever it is in the mixture. And then that one first piece in the basket of 101, somewhere in that basket of 101, will be the Trumus Meister for the entire mix. And then you'll give the basket of 101 to a Cohen. You actually can sell it to him for the price of 100. Um, and then the Cohen can eat that mixture and you'll be left with 99 that you could eat. That's the first case. I'm attaching a printout that shows the summary of the case. And I think it's useful to follow along in it. So there you have it. That's case number one. Inside the Mishnah says, Notal Mev Echad. You take out 101. That's all the Mishnah says. The second case, Mea Tevel and Mea Meiser. You have a mixture, 100 of the figs are Tevel, meaning that they haven't been tithed at all, and therefore you have 10 Meiser must come from it. And of that 10 Meiser, one ought to be Trumus Meiser, the 1%. And 100 are Meiser. That means that this all 100 of those were going to a Levi as Meiser, which means you have to pull out 10 of the hundred, meaning a tenth of the hundred, um, for Trumus Meister. So in total, you need to pull out 11. One for the Tevel, 100 Tevel, and 10 for the hundred Meister, for a total of 11. So when it came to the Tevel, 10 are going to be Meister, which means how much are unavailable to be Meister? The remaining 90. Uh, as far as the Meister goes, since it's 100% Meister, they're all eligible to be Meister. So what's your worst case scenario? You pull out from the 200 to ensure that you've got 11 figs that are Meister, which can be the Trumas Meister for the mix of 200. So the answer is, um, the first 10 that you pull out, you have no worst case scenario. If they came from the Tevel, they could be 10 Meister from the Tevel. If they came from the Meister, they're 10 Meister. So the first 10 you pull out, you can't go wrong. Okay. However, after that, you might have exhausted, if you pulled all 10 from the Tevel, you're left with 90 more Tevel, which can't be Meiser. And that being the case, your worst case scenario is, after you pull out the first 10, you can pull out 90 more, which are ineligible to be Meiser. So you pull out a total of 100, all of the Tevel in your worst case scenario. Since you need a total of 11 pieces of Meiser, and you've only pulled out um, at least, only the minimum is to just pull out 10 so far, you have to pull out one more from the mix, um, that will then, at that point, even if your worst case scenario happened, that will come from Meister. So now you have an 11th piece of Meister. And with those 11, you'll put those total of 101, 90, so to speak, plus 10, plus 1, 101 in the basket for the Cohen. You'll say wherever in that basket of 101 is the Meister, that will be the Trumus Meister on the mix. And then the rest of the Meister will be wherever it is. You give the basket of 101 to the Cohen, and you're left with 99. That brings us to case number three which is meachulin mesukanim. You have 100 totally tithed, ineligible for future miser, not needed to take future miser, and mea miser. They get mixed together. So for the 100 that are chulin, there's no miser available, but no miser needs to be removed. And therefore there's 100 that's unavailable to be miser. As far as the 100 miser, so all 100 are available for miser, and 10 need to be removed as trumus miser. So it'll come out then, they're from the mix of 200 of chulin and miser, you have to pull out 10 that are eligible as Meister. So this is straightforward enough. What's our worst case scenario? Our worst case scenario is that the first 100 you pull out are all Hulin, and that gets you nowhere. And um, But now all you have left, even in that scenario, is just Meister, and they're eligible. And um, so you pull 10 more out of the Meister, and then you have 110 in the basket for the Cohen, of which for sure at least 10 are Meister, and you'll make that the Trumas Meister, and give it to the Cohen, being left with 90 for yourself. And that's what the Mishnah says. Mea chulun with sukanan and mea meiser. If you have a hundred chulun and a hundred of meiser mixed together, no till mea the esser. You take out a hundred and ten, then you're for sure safe giving that to the Kohen.
The fourth case says mea tevel and tisha miser. Here you have a hundred tevel and ninety miser. So if you follow through, a hundred tevel means that ten percent has to go to miser, and a tenth of that or one would have to go as trumas miser. So you have ten eligibles miser, and one has to come out, meaning you have ninety ineligible for miser. As far as the ninety miser goes, so all of it is miser, of course, but nine of it has to come out, a tenth of that, as trumas miser. So a total that has to be removed from the mixture of 190, 100 tevel plus 90 miser, is 10. One for the tevel and nine for the miser. So a total of 10. So the question is, what's our worst case scenario? What could go wrong when we start pulling this out of the basket? The answer is nothing. There is no worst case scenario because we're only pulling out 10. Even if we pull out 10, if the first 10 came from the Tevel, well, that's 10 of the Tevel, which are eligible to be a Miser. If the 10 came from the Miser, then that's 10 that are Miser. Either way, as soon as we pull out 10, we have the 10 we need. We can make a little bit of Trumas Miser and give it to a Cohen and be left with the remainder and without having the Trumas Miser problem. So you see here that if you have 100 Tevel and 90 Miser, we actually have no economic loss, even though the mixture happened, because we can take out any 10 and make that to Trumas Miser and be back, so to speak, to square one. And that's what the Mishnah says here. If you have mea tevel and tishim meiser, 100 tevel and 90 meiser, um, or if even if you had tishim tevel and shmona meiser, the same would be true if you had 90 tevel and 80 meiser. Lohisted klum, you don't lose anything, meaning you pull out the economic requirements for trumas meiser. In the first case I said, it was pull out 10, and those will become trumas meiser, and you lose nothing. So the Mishnah concludes, Zehaklal, this is the principle, Kozman shat tevel maruba, as long as you have more tevel than you have miser, you don't lose anything. You can take out the requisite amount of trumas miser, and you'll be okay. Okay, and that's the end of 7-7. Seven, seven. If you got the end and you got all the cases, congratulations, that's great. Um, a sidebar, just for the more mathematically inclined, when the Mishnah said Zehaklal, the principle is Kozmanch and Tevel Maruba, provided that there's more tevel than there's miser, you'll lose nothing. That's not strictly accurate. The truth is that one needs to have 10 times as much tevel as the total trumas mice that has to be removed from the mix. Without that, it won't work. So to illustrate the point, if you, for example, had 1,100 tevel and 1,000 miser, so you have more tevel than miser, and therefore zaklal, the principle should kick in, you have more tevel than the tevel's maruba, and it should work. But it actually doesn't work, and you're, you are a mafsid, um, because if you run the numbers, you see 1,100 tevel means that you have a total of a tenth of that 110 miser available. Of the 110 miser, you have to take out a tenth of that, or 11, as trumas miser. As the miser, if you have a 1,000 miser, that's less than 1,100 tevel, um, but of a 1,000 miser, you have, of course, a full thousand of miser available, um, but you must take out a tenth of that, or 100 of the miser, as trumas miser. So the total Trumas Meister to come out of the mix is 11 for the 1100 Tevel and 100 for the 1000 Meister, for a total of 111 pieces of Trumas Meister. But now your worst case scenario is you only had 110 Meister available from the 1100 Tevel. So if you, in theory, pull out 110 pieces, they could all be from the Tevel, and that could all be Meiser. But when you pull out the 111th piece, which you need, it could now be coming also from the Tevel, and the Tevel only had 110 Meiser available, not 111. So now you'd be stuck, and you'd be forced to pull out another, the balance, the full 990 more of Tevel, um, 
because of the worst case scenario before you could pull out the certain piece of miser from that miser. So that's that. If you're very brave, you can take a stab at understanding the Bartonura um, and his approach to the mission, which is very different. The art scroll does have a series of rather complex diagrams to walk you through it.